I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pick-up, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, usually has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh Uh-huh. And sometimes there's other ones. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all Mm -hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it, but... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate, but I I'll know. enjoy it. You'll though, enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining us at the hashtag I mom so hard podcast. Yeah, we're we're at the podcast right now. Are we podcasting? We are podcasting because it's hard to tell because right now we're both wearing cardigans like we're ninety and we have blankets over our laps. I'm on board with it. I, I'm okay. It's so cozy. It's, it's nice. so cozy. Like, it's cold outside. Anyways, we are podcasting, but I'm going to live it up right now. I'm, I'm going to be cozy. Yeah, it's been a long week. I don't know about you, ladies, but we're in the we're in the uh, holiday zone. Yep. We're in there. Everybody We're in there. knows what that means. You got to like, any free moment that you have is- You're uh, panicked. Is dedicated to, uh, oh my God, let's just talk about all the things. Can we just talk? Because I need to take stock. I think you and I are the hosters of parties. I agree. I don't know that that many people throw parties. Well, we always, I love our Halloween or our- um, um, we do have a Halloween party. You do Thanksgiving. Yeah. Now Thanksgiving well, has become a two-night affair. That's what this which, is about. This episode is a little bit about that. And this year we're not going to do our Christmas prob- probably because of um, the renovation. It, we're, we're, it's not going to be done. And if okay. it is done, it'll be done on the 24th, which is fine. But doesn't give you any time to prep for a party. We're um, having a different experience right now, and I think everybody's still feeling a little bit of that weird, like, pandemic depression a little bit, yeah. and everybody doesn't know how to behave or know what to do with themselves, and so we're all like, oh, all right, do we go to a party? Can we? Not that everybody's, like, afraid to be out in the world, but I, I mean, I do think there's those people. 
Oh, which for feels sure. a little weird too. But I just feel like we're all not sure how to behave yet. Well, We've all got a little PTSD from being trapped with our families. Let me give you a party how-to that I think everyone can understand. You uh, take your RV to a tailgate pregame. Yes. Okay, it's exactly like that, only you don't have to put everything in the RV. You just have it at your house. You can have everybody bring a bag of chips and just tell them, you don't have to wear your favorite sports team. You could wear... Correct. Something else. You could wear yeah. a Christmas sweater. You could wear uh, a New Year's sweater. Something like that. Let's call it a party. Let's call it a party. Let's do this. Yes. That's- I know I miss parties too, but it's been a really weird... Like, holidays are weird for people. I remember what I was going to say. Okay, we good. Were- We were missing, we'll get the details on it, from the regular tradition of Kristen and the newer tradition of Dewey and Terry coming. Sometimes we have Sarah, who's Colin's mom. Yep. Uh, We had Ron's dad came. I mean, we are definitely increasing our boomer space. Oh my God. Dream team in the kitchen. He was in there. He loves, he usually does it at home for like Ron's extended family. And then I had my mother-in-law there who was a machine in the kitchen. It was the dream team in the kitchen this year. They don't mess around. She was, Ron and I were like, you know, 20 years ago, we could have thought of clean as we go and we never did it. Never crossed our mind. We just have like this big comic stack of dishes at the end. She's just like cleaning stuff. She, She never stopped moving. Yeah. Anyways, Ron's dad, as he leaves, I go, well, come back next year. He goes, I was thinking maybe I'd like to. I know. I'm telling you, you're really like, it's like the hot tip is your house on Thanksgiving. I think my friend, my parents' friends are going to be like, is it, is it fine if Just the neighbors from down them. the street? You know what? Can it's they? nice. It's laid back. There's enough people that you don't get like sucked into one conversation. It's right. not, it, you know, it's, 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 it was fun. It had to be all outside. I, know, I was bummed. Well, the Wednesday night is the party that yeah. is really fun for us. It was really fun, but things took a turn. So, um, my parents had a plan to come out yeah. and, uh, I knew about this plan from the day after Thanksgiving last year. Yeah. Because my parents, um, and listen, they do not feel that I give them answers that make them feel settled because they asked me the same question 25 times. And no, do I think that they're like getting up there in age and like forgetting stuff? No, I don't. I think that they don't listen to me. So literally my dad was like, now listen, the plan is to go to Jen's, right? And I'm like, yeah, Dad, I've literally said that 30 times. I don't understand. I, We're not the party's not going no, away. They wanted to hear it from the horse's mouth. You. Yeah. Because so you ne- send one email and then it's like crickets. And I'm well, like, God, you, you could have done this four months well, ago. Well, when you told me that, I was like, oh, maybe they because it is to plan a trip and not feel like you're officially invited. But you know me, I'm not a great planner and I'm I'm I not like, send I'm, the damn email or I'm gonna send it from your email myself and I'm I, gonna be surly with them. I be like, hey it. Jen here. Your daughter's told you 50 freaking times you're going to a party. Just say yes and be done with it, all right? That doesn't sound like Jen Yeah, that all. doesn't sound like Jen. That sounds like our asshole daughter, Kristen, that's real difficult to be around. I I confirmed with them via text yeah. that it was happening. Texts. And then four to five... Follow-up texts. Uh, f- four to five you. weeks before, I yeah. sent out the official... Yeah, as uh, you should in the, as the, regular time. Okay, so... But, so, so the... Um, the bummer of it all is on the podcast, you probably heard me talking about how Jen and I are going to have to run interference with our with our boomer in-laws just so they, because we have so many fun and diverse friends that we don't oh, need and them we did. We don't. I did. I did. Don't worry about that. I, it's a whole other podcast. <laughs> no, that's this podcast, okay. Dippy. Uh, we knew there was a lot of like um, prep 
for the, our parents, like, you know what? You're in California. We have a lot of different kinds of friends. There's a lot of things going on. Nobody feels like the way you bond with somebody is by telling them a joke of the uh, f- from the minority group to which they are a part. Like you don't. That is not how you make friends. So no. don't go in and think that's your your the way you. That's not a pickup line to most people. Yeah, you know. Without throwing anybody under the bus, I said these words a couple times. Everybody has a different perspective and a different opinion. No one really cares what anyone else's are, and life is too short, and we're all too old to have to listen to them. You know what I also think it is? I think once they get past a certain age, they don't care um, about if the person that's also the same age as them is different. They are all on the same team because they are simply that age. So they think just the younger is ridiculous. Well, so I said all those together. words to younger and older people oh. because it doesn't oh, matter, too. you guys. It doesn't matter. Like there's somebody who's like a little, they're like 10% really wants to get into it and yeah. you got to shut that shit down. I shut it down on for everybody. I was like, I don't care if you agree or disagree. Do not talk about politics. I do not want to find you in corners of the house. Like, oh yeah, did you hear about it? Yeah. No, I, oh. my radar is on. I will find you. I will shut it down. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This ad is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, there are some things about parenting that get a little easier. I don't know what they are. Actually, I do know what they are. But one thing that's pretty awesome is as they get older, you can kind of reason with them. And obviously, as your kids get older, they want a little bit more independence. And you can show them that by giving them a little bit of financial freedom. It's the conversation about money, baby. The fact is kids won't really know how to manage their money until they've actually been in charge of it. And that's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. With the Greenlight app, kids learn to save, invest, spend wisely, thanks to games that teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chore feature where you can set up one-time and recurring chores customized to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. I'll tell you, we have a 13-year-old and Greenlight has been a savior. It's so nice for him to get to see what he's doing with his money, but also, you know, those automatic instant notifications also help us as a parent to know what he's doing with our money. But it really does create a very nice, fun way of teaching kids a little bit of financial smarts. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's easy. It's convenient. It's a way for parents to raise financial smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash mompod. That's greenlight.com slash mompod to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash mompod. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kristen. I would like to talk a little bit about stressors 
both big and small. I know at this time of year, you're both feeling stressors, both big and small. And I know I am too. And I would just like to say that BetterHelp is therapy and a safe space to get things off your chest. And if you want to figure out how to work through those big and small stressors, go to BetterHelp. I have to brag about this, um, our connection to BetterHelp, because I know so many people besides myself who have benefited from BetterHelp. Yes. I mean, therapy, just, I can't say enough good things about it. Everybody needs it. Why don't they just teach this course in in high school, right? Because everybody needs it. But like, I suffer when I have good stress and bad stress. Yes, it's stress. All of it feels overwhelming. And sometimes you need somebody to just talk to that can help you sort through your thoughts. That's right. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which is exactly what I like. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Hard today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash hard. Also, the hardcore people really like to trap you into politics. So you just think you're talking about a family member, but all of a sudden that family, family member, member is reflective of an entire like voting populace. And then and- you're like, how did this go so fast? How did this go from this to that so so quickly? You know how I know you don't want to hear my opinion because I don't want to hear yours. I so don't let's want to hear any opinions. I want to talk about turkey and holidays and I bullshit. I want to eat. And I want you to know eat what? and drink and be yes. merry. Well, anyway, I felt really bad because on the podcast prior to the Wednesday Thanksgiving, um, my dad, which was a bummer because in the podcast I was making a lot of jokes about how, you know, family's difficult and like, we're going to be running a house full of new rules for yeah. them, and they're just going to be making fun of me the whole you time. You want to make your daughter feel real guilty right away. Yeah, yeah. My my dad, um, a couple days before they were to leave, and they don't want to tell me anything because I think they find me bossy and demanding. Weird. And so they didn't tell me this, but my dad was having what looked like flu symptoms, and he was very, very sick. And then finally, because... I don't know if you know about this, but people over a certain age do not feel the need that they have to go to the doctor. Especially the male type of people. The male type (laughs) of people do not feel that a doctor is necessary. At one point, my dad, who is 75 and is a young 75, was feeling heart pains, uh, chest pains. And so... Uh, that's like ER 101. Yeah, you Like, go. you get to skip in the front of the line. You get yes. to buy Taylor Swift tickets first and foremost, right there and then. Yeah. Do, if not you have, do not yeah. wait in queue. Do not wait in queue. Make your way directly Pass, to go, the... Go the fuck to the electrocardiogram doctor. Not machine. my dad. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I had chest chest pains, and I just thought a ginger ale would help. <laughs> Ooh, Dewey, if that I go, worked. No, it of uh. course it didn't work. So he was very sick. He had pains. He also had lower, lower, lower... Um, gut pain. So he just was like a, a, a mess. And then um, my mom finally took him to the ER and he collapsed in the ER. And Jeez. then when he fell, there was a bit of a cardiac episode that they had to figure out. So there was a lot. And then what it came to be is that he had a terrible yucky gallbladder and they had to remove his gallbladder. So he was just as sick as he's ever been. And 
um, the longest flight I've ever been on in my life was that phone call from my mom till I flew back to Nebraska. And between those two moments, like knowing that like I couldn't fly out till the next morning and going to like my kid's game and people talking to me. And I like, I could not remember, I couldn't, I couldn't have a full, I couldn't make a full sentence. I remember being like, like I forgot this one couple's divorced. Eh. I was like, oh. Well, hey, you know. I mean, in your defense, I mean, it's easy to do. It was, I mean, it's, it's not really new. your it's problem. Not, yeah. yeah. So, but I did, I got on a flight and um, I feel like in situations like this, and I think you would agree, I tend to be very, um, well, I'm trying to keep myself together. So I kind of look at everything around and I'm taking in every piece of information around me. And I was like, fuck man, this makes me very sympathetic and empathetic to people on airplanes. Cause you know, not every person's going to a party party. They're not, most of them are going for work. Yeah. A lot of them are going to see family, but some of them are going, coming and going because they're scared or they're sad or somebody passed or like, so, you know, my flight was really just felt like the longest flight of my life. Yeah. Then I got to my dad's uh, finally, with planes, trains, and automobiles, after like 14 hour, hours of travel, I got to my dad's hospital room. Big shout out to Brian East for all the care that they gave to my yeah, dad, which Lincoln, was fantastic. Nebraska, nice. And uh, uh, Dewey was, uh, what, what word am I looking for, Jen? When someone is not willing to participate in the plan that was given to them, his bedside manner was not the nicest at times. Fair, though. And that's what nurses, you know, I know he just was, it was just such a bummer. He was so disappointed to not well, fly out. Well, I will, so... I feel like I understand Dewey in this way as I understand my friend, which is like when you get scared, you get into defense mode. You get into, you get into like protect kind of like, and so I think when you don't go to the hospital a lot, you don't go to doctors a lot, you start to get very skeptical of what people are telling you. And also you think maybe I can ignore this away. Yeah. And I think he thought maybe he could just ignore, ignore it away. a giant organ failing in his yeah, body, and yeah. then it would just go away with ginger ale. Yeah, that feels like that, the right move. Nope. Eventually, it doesn't like shrivel up and you poop it out. No, it's, not it's, like, it's surgery, you know. Yeah. And the thing was, is like again, my head was just like, you know, this is a floor full of rooms with people in it that are sick, and like I don't like hospital rooms. You know, I always say I'm not having surgery unless I come out looking ten years younger. Yeah. And uh, so sitting in that hospital room, I found that hospital time is such an interesting thing. Like I had one job to do, and that was to care for him. And I just tried to make things light because there were a lot of doctors coming in. There were a lot of question marks, and it was a terrible, scary moment. So like my default is either freaking out in a, like, I like want to punch something or yeah. I do bits. And so I just did bits cause it made him laugh. And, yeah. um, but watching that clock on that wall, I was like, boy, I can just sit here and watch that clock like move and I'm not doing anything cause I'm in this space, but like, you don't want time to go to f- too fast, but you also want it to go super fast. So whatever it is you're in right now can just be 
10, 15 days past. Oh, that's because it's, it's just so it's the God. advice that you get from medical professionals a lot is we need to wait and see. Let's see how this goes. Let's Which like, you, I, I did not know that. I thought it would be like to the next. Let me do is, 50. Let me do 50 tests on your arm. We'll know everything in two hours. That's what yeah. I thought it was. We just have to wait and see how you react to this drug or this medicine yeah. or this procedure or whatever. So we can move on to the next thing. But it is, you don't know that stuff. The, I, I always remark and I thank God for nurses because they really like oh my god ease your brain and calm you down because they're real like they're real people in moments where you just need them to be like grounded yeah. and like sane because none of it makes sense to you none of it like Unless, you can track yeah. you have nothing very little in your past experience to like let you know how this works but thank god they're normal because for everybody else and god i had a an er doctor when my dad was sick like hit on me and i was like this is insane but this thank is, you so much yeah. because i've really been you know i've been god, my, i am much younger than yeah, you i thank appreciate you so much. that this is, this is embarrassing but, i mean like he was a little like flirty and i was like yeah. This is the weirdest moment of my whole life. Like, right. this is okay. Was for, this when your dad was really, really sick? Yeah. Like, it was like in and out of like the hospital a lot. And so it was, I was like, this isn't casual for me. I can't have I a normal, funny conversation with you. Like, I can't do that. But it's nice that you have like, n nurses are so, they get that. Yeah. They understand that. And then, they can talk to you casually and calmly, yeah. not in like the vernacular that doctors use. You know, sometimes you get a great doctor that can just talk to you in like common terms, not yeah. all like medical terminology, but it's just nice to have somebody there who's like, this is normal and this is okay. Yeah. And I've seen this before kind of thing. Yes. And I felt like um, as we were going through all of this and the doctors would come in with more information, the day before his surgery was the worst because there was a couple moments where... I didn't know what uh, what it was going to look like when when I got on the plane home. But then, literally within a twenty four hour span, it things had gotten better. Things had, yeah. the prognosis was better, and we had a plan. And like, as long as everything went according to plan, he was going to leave that hospital, which was like the thing that was so hard to bear was the not knowing. In yeah, that, that's why you got to go. You got to be there to you see be for your own eyes and hear. Oh, but from let me the tell doctor. you how many people. Mostly my parents told me not to come. And it's it's that thing that um, we do where, or at least I'll just say it, my parents love to do where they're like, and my mother-in-law does this too. I don't want to bother you. I don't want to inconvenience you. But simply by doing that, you inconvenience me and you bother me. Like, don't tell me I can't go be with you when you're as sick as I've ever, ever known you. Yeah. And like, God forbid, if something were to happen and I didn't go, what was I going to do? Go. You know, Jen's gonna have a honey baked ham. Yeah. Like I it was inconvenient. Kinda, it's yeah. inconvenient for me to like just I finally told my mom, who kept saying, like, you don't need to hurry, you don't need I go and getting very different reports from my siblings who yeah. were like, This isn't good. And yeah. and my mom kept saying that. I go, you know what? You can just say thank you. I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna go to the hospital, I'm gonna be next to him, I'm gonna go home with you, I'm gonna take care of you. You don't have to say, don't come, because that's yeah. pissing me off. Yeah. But, like, you can just be happy that I'm here. And then she was. Yeah. The second I got there, she was. And it was, I will say, the whole situation was stinky and terrible. But, when, you know, every cloud has a silver lining. And my mom and I had really, f like, nice, yeah. solid mother-daughter mm -hmm. time at night. In, good. In the house, she's got it decorated for Christmas. And so we were able to, you know 
you can't you can't be mired down by it the whole day. Otherwise, you would like won't ever you won't be able to function for that person. So like, yeah. I just tried to put one foot in front of the other, take care of him when I could, go home, be with my mom, wake up the next day, do that. I did that for like I don't know four or five days, and then finally when he had his surgery, um, I was like, you know, I'm gonna fly home and try to hit Thanksgiving for like two hours. And that was a much better flight on the way home. Oh, and then yeah. I got here. I was literally had been up since 4 a.m. But just being here felt like, yeah. okay, good. You're not going to like feel at all at ease until you see with your own eyes, like I said, that he's okay. And your brain's going to be there. So your body might as well be there too because you can be helpful if you're there. You can't. I, all you can do is yeah. you're going to get into a frenzy like with the distance. It's yeah. 1,500 miles away. It's you're gonna, hard. They, they don't answer the phone. You're going to worry. They're, they're, but you're there and you can see he's okay right now. We can laugh and just be yeah. normal for a little bit and yeah. like get through like moment to moment. But like- I Agree. It's such a weird like learning curve, and it's a part of like life. Just like getting older, it's like like when our friend passed away a couple weeks ago. I was like, man, the most shocking thing is you're like, oh, I'm the adult all of a sudden. I yeah. gotta like make this adult decision, which is no, I'm coming, or yeah. no, I'm doing this thing. Like because yeah. there, you you, I've always like looked to this like older person that was going to like make this decision about what the right thing to do is, but you become the parent. Yeah. Like you, you have to start like telling your dad to take his medicine. You yep. have to start saying, no, you're going to go to this doctor's yep. appointment. You're going to do this. It like switches and it's a weird fucking thing. It's, I, uh, I believe too, and not to get too heavy, but I think that well, I've everybody's been, dealing with it. It, it you really know, is. And it part is. of it is ridiculous that you have like it, a boomer just acting like a ginger ale, chest pains. I'm gonna take a fucking ginger ale. <laughs> if that's not boomer 101, I don't know what the fuck is. I'm like, you think that's gonna do it, Dewey? You yeah. think that's gonna do it? You don't have indigestion, my friend. Like a chest pain is not indigestion. Like, like, or if it is, let's just go ahead and use the. 60 years that you've been paying into insurance to just settle the bet and make oh, sure. You should have been buying stock in ginger yeah. ale. Ginger huh? ale. Like, all you don't want to solve all acute, like, major medical problems as ginger ale. They should be giving that shit out at the hospitals. No shit. That is but, not I mean, how the it works, average Dewey. lifespan would be like 98. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, um, the, uh, the thing that I realized in the, all of this is that I, have been a little bit salty to my parents in the last I would say mm. I would say I would say year and a half I've been more easily frustrated and I've been a little bit uh, not snotty I'm never disrespectful to them but like I think frustrated is the best word just frustrated with certain things and then um, I realized what that is is I was just a little bit mad at them because they're getting older yeah and I don't oh. like I don't like that I don't want I don't want them to do that. That's very introspective. Well, because when I went home, I was like, like clearly they didn't want want to tell me everything because this story has so many places for judgment. In all fairness, like chest pains and ginger ale. Yeah. The fact that he was barfing for two days and he goes, and my mom was like, I think it's the flu. And I was like, any chance that you went to the doctor and actually got a flu test just to rule mm. out that it could be something also, else? Also, FYI, vomiting is a sign of a cardiac event. Yeah. So. Like, can we just, is there any chance that anything I say will make a shit of difference? And I really don't think there is. I don't think, 
But yeah. but I realized... <laughs> hey, grandparents, spend less time on eBay looking at die-cast cars and things. <laughs> spend a little bit more time <laughs> on WebMD. Okay. That is my... That's the irony. My mom is on WebMD all the time. I wanted to put like child locks on it because she looks at it too much and everything, you know, is going to end up in a tumor. And I'm like, oh, yeah. all right, you you stop diagnosing yourself. You don't know. Like, yeah. This is, this is just bad in every direction. But the, the cavalier nature of being like, it's fine. I'm like... No, you're not. Your arm's not supposed to fall off. Yeah, you know that's you're yeah. not. You're literally not fine. But I realized in that moment, I was like, "You, I have a lot of, and I've talked about it before. I have a lot of fear of death. I have a lot of fear of life passing by and regret and just all of it. I feel very scared of that. And seeing them get older is an indication that time is passing. And like, I don't, I don't want to lose them. You know, like, yeah, they're, God, no. they're the most important to me. So, um, when I saw my dad sick, obviously I was very emotional, but I would like go do that sort of thing by myself. But I was like, Kristen, this is a moment for you to have an about face and, and just go in being a little bit nicer, like recognize that the time has come when their age is going to be a factor in just simply things like simple things, little things. Yeah. And it, it's fair. That it's frustrating. Oh, that's it's what fair. I was going to say. It's like, fair. Let's take all the multi-levels of, you know, parent-child dynamics, how much we need them, love them, are scared yeah, of them leaving us. Just... Let's put that on a shelf and let's address that they can be irritating because as they age, they get irritating. That's you true. know, like it's, they they really do. It's they, like they get so set in their ways. It's so They get hard. so like set in beliefs that don't exist, that don't, aren't real. And like, it's really hard and frustrating to deal with. Yeah. And all of us, you know, if your parents are of a certain age, you have a conversation with them or they have a conversation with the kids. And as soon as they leave the room, you're like, disregard no, pretty don't much all that. of yeah. that. Yeah. No, none of that is. Yes. They have good sound sage advice, but some of it is just, uh, you know, age it, getting the better of them a little it bit. Is. Sometimes. It is. Okay. It's okay. I mean, like, listen, nobody wants you. There's a reason there's not a lot of formula one drivers that are in their <laughs> late seventies because some of it is not happening as quickly. The reaction, the, the synapses and God, we love you for it. Wait and see what I look like. Oh, I'm, I'm getting there early, I can you, tell you. The longest drive of my life was not because my dad was on death's bed from my mother's house to the hospital. It was because my mother was in the passenger seat. Literally, she was like, Kristen, I don't know why you have to drive so fast. I'd slow it down. You know what? You can get a ticket for driving too slow. BT Dubs does not drive like, fast. You don't drive fast. You drive fast. My mother I drive would, fast. No, but my yeah. mother would be in the car with you and be like, well, aren't you in an, don't you have a good sense of urgency? <laughs> but with me, it's like, just like literally note after note after note after note. Like, and I, I'm like the whole city of Lincoln, you can get from yeah. A to B in 11 minutes. So that was an 11 minute drive to the hospital. And I've never felt like time went slower than when I was actually in the hospital. Like oh, my yeah. mother's notes while driving and my, you know, then my sister's there and my brother's yeah. there. Let's pile it on that's, all of it. Yeah. That's another dynamic. Just siblings also being scared and being together, but I did think we handled it all. We got, we did things in shifts and, um, some days were unexpectedly longer than others, but like, I just want to know, like, I think the big thing is like, you should look around and be like, Oh, they want to be here. Like that's yeah. a good sign. Yeah. Like that in itself. Meaning like you wanted to I be wanted there. I wanted to be there. My yeah. brother wanted to be there. My sister wanted to be there. And like, we know we, 
we're really annoying at Brian East. We're loud. Uh, we bring a lot of energy into the room, and I think it's nervous energy. But we we did we. Well- yeah, and and fair enough also to uh, aging people out there. Like, we don't get any easier to tolerate just because no. we're – your children are still as annoying as they ever were. Right. Um, probably more so because they think they know better. Like, it just gets worse. I get it. You, like, pile all these, like, family dynamics together, and it's, like, literally survival of the fittest. Well, I mean, it's, yeah. like – Yeah, and, you know, there is a thing. Like, I oh, – man – when you get older or like at least for my parents who are my mom is in her young uh, is is only 71 and my dad is 75 and to me right now that feels very young yeah like not young but it feels like like you're still traveling at those ages like yes. so so i guess what i'm saying is like physically they're those ages like my they're both in pretty good health yeah. and shape and my mom is you know loves to do yoga four times a week so they're fit yeah and uh my dad needs to he'll have to change his whole diet which is not a terrible thing because he he's uh he enjoys uh bacon on bacon Look, anything that can be bacon a uh, little flourish of bacon dewey hensley is on board with sooner or later we all have to and that is it is like a testament to how healthy he is because at his age like a lot of people have their gallbladder out in their 40s, 40s. yeah I know. so like this is his first like major really health is. event Let's, knockwood yeah, that's I mean that's great. It yeah. is. I I worry that this is sort of like, you know, there's all those thoughts. Like is this the beginning of something bigger? Is it, you know, do what 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 does what do things look like ahead? And like for my brain and for my heart, I try not to go into the sad stuff. I'm like, "All right, so what does this look like now?" Like like how do we how do I set them up for success? How do I make sure that we see them more and like travel more. So we're going back for Christmas. We're going back. I will make a better effort to, you know, have them come see us when we're on the road, if they're close, like to travel them. Because I just want to know that like, as this moment has happened, I've learned from it and I'm trying to be more gracious with them, but fuck man, like no easy task. And also as they get older, like nobody wants to be told really what to do. Right. And you certainly don't want someone to disrupt your life in your, like, as my mother likes to call it fourth quarter. Terry. Honestly, since she was 75, my mom has been talking about her death my entire life. So I wonder if there's something there to my correlation to your uh, worries. Like like how she'd be like, kids, we're going to go on a family vacation. Now, Kristen, your dad and I are going to go on a, a trip with just each other, which we haven't done since our honeymoon. Now, listen, I'm leaving you with the babysitter, Angie, for four days. If our plane goes down in a fiery burning hole. You mean Angie and her boyfriend. Yeah, Angie and her boyfriend, Truth. Um, then I want you to take this envelope to this uh, lawyer in town and they will. And I'm like sobbing at the idea. Yeah. But my, I think my mom was like, I just wanted to see if you would be sad. Wanted to see if you care. If I care. What kind of reaction like, you get. So now I'm just like, like she'll say stupid shit like, gosh, I just love my Ford Edge. It's probably going to be my last one. And I'm like, oh, really? Because your lease gives, is, is your lease and your car's lease expiring at the same time? Because that's amazing, you know. Wow. I hope your your lease doesn't go out before your lease goes out because that would suck. You'd have a car that nobody drives. Yeah. No, Boy, a lot, Terry, a life is hard. Com- becoming clear on why you worry about this stuff. I think it's the pieces are... Oh. But it's, it's crazy to me how much, like, I told you a couple weeks ago, I was having this conversation with my son where he, you know, he was saying, 
you know, he's learning how to deal with people. He has friends and whatnot. And he was like, I have this friend that's this way. And he said, I really feel guilty because I wish they weren't that way. Yeah. And I go, that's fine. That's, that's fine. fair. You don't it's tell actually, them it's that. It's also very, very honest. Yeah. I go, you don't tell them that because that's what they are. They can't help that. Yeah. But life isn't clean. It's not easy. And, and it's, it's not, not easy. It's, it's not easy. If it's easy, you have had, like, you need to shake it up a little bit. Yeah. It's not, it's not black and white. It's not clear cut. So, like, yes, like you're going to have new, like maybe you've like mastered a dynamic with your parents. And I'm not talking about you. This no, is I, me no, I know. imploding as I look inward. But like the relationship I, early relationship I had with my my mom or my dad, say I had mastered, you know, in Their my Their demands because you were young. Yeah, but I, but I figured out how to deal with those. The, the set that they bring now is new that I'm having to deal exactly. with. Exactly, I, which I do think, like, there's no reason for me to do this alone. I am going to go talk to somebody because I'm like, I do need a little guidance here. I don't think it has to be as alone, you know, like feeling like everything's so dreadful. Like, there can be beauty to this time. And I'm making it sound like death is, like, around the corner, but you don't know. You don't, you don't, you don't know. know. And I, I, but also not everything means death. I mean, not everything a lot means of death, but it does mean means that like the forefront pain. of your, the, okay. Also you went there. Okay. But it's not everything about aging. Isn't just that much closer to death. You can look at it that way on the spectrum, yeah. but it's also like your health is your number one priority yes, as you age. We take it so for granted for I know. so long. And a lot what you do now is going to determine how you feel then. And Let me tell you. when you get a wake-up call that says, I got to start taking care of my health. You better do it. Your priority has to shift. It has to be. God love Terry for doing yoga four times a week because it's going to keep her alive oh, and healthy for a long time. She's been doing time. balance exercises for like, literally the last decade she's like everybody up during a commercial break because balance is so important in your later years i'm like you're 38 yeah like, i'm not saying we, that's not annoying look, but we gotta other, do it no yeah. she, she you're right and you know what it was a good wake-up call for me too it was a, like like am i taking care of myself what where am i at like what is my um my day-to-day -day? like it just makes you very introspective and you want to do better and feel better but you know like you see your parents um like their bodies change and like the way they walk changes a little bit and you see like they've got different kinds of aches and bumps and pain yeah. and you don't want that for them. And then you're just like, it's like you said, it's all uncharted territory. So sometimes I feel very vulnerable and like a little girl watching like a, like a, a thing unfold. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do right now. I don't know what to do with this information. I feel, um, like a little bit more in the know now. And yeah. I feel like it was just a good moment for me to take stock in how I'm treating them and be a little bit more patient. I try it, which is fucking really hard, by the way, because look at me right now. I'm already frustrated with well, but my dad my dad got home and was mad yeah. about his situation and ripped up his aftercare file. Take that I, I was like, back if together, you, you better. I, if you fucking drink ginger ale and think that's going to solve the problem, mm, I will take you put your that ass through back a shredder there. and I'm going to put it back together. I do yeah. crosswords. There's at no one, way you're gonna... Exactly. At one point, I looked at him and I said, I go, you can be mad at me if you want, but you're going to do the work. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You can fine. be mad at me. That's what I, this is what I was going to say. And, you know, for all the moms out there, for everybody, 
Thank God for matriarchs. That's, you know, we do because God. this is, here's the thing. It's the matriarch that keeps the family together. It's the matriarch that like keeps She's everyone saying connected. saying a mom because I had to think about it for a second. I was yeah, like, I'm talking about all you badass moms and all you women out there. And by the way, what's happening now is you're becoming the family matriarch. You're going to tell your brother and sister you got to take care of them while I'm gone. I'm coming. Like, you're in yeah. charge. You're going to big sister again. But it's like, you're going to have to do that for your mom. And, like, it's not your mom anymore. She doesn't have the energy. She doesn't have yeah. the... Yeah. And it's a big job herself, when, but... when someone is resistant to the advice given by but that's medical who does professionals. It. That's who does it. I, tell, I know you're right. Anytime, like, a friend of mine, like, God forbid, like, loses a mother or something like that, I'm like, you got to step up now. Because yeah. if you don't do it, dad's Nobody, not doing it. No. No, it's the woman. It's you. Yeah. You become this, like... My dad would be through a drive through at Taco John's in 15 seconds. I'd be like, that's, get that Amigos out of your hand, sir. That's, I tell, I tell my husband all the time, I go, God love Ken's wife, Marion, yeah. who not only is such a machine in the kitchen, as but I she really earlier, does take very good care of him. She takes such good care of him. That guy would be face down in a pile yes. of pizzas and Cabernet if it were up to 100%. him. 100%. But there's no, but he, you need, you need someone, mother energy. you need structure, and that mother is that structure. And I will say this. I was um, reticent to post about what was going on with my dad, but because you and I have always agreed to be sort of like transparent about what's going on in our lives, obviously, that I've, I wanted, and I also believe in prayer, like I believe in like that energy. I was like, well, if now is not the time, I don't know what is. So I did post about it, and I was so um, touched by all the comments and people willing to share that, you know, they had gone through something similar or worse or what it was like to be a caregiver or, and I felt like, man, there's a lot of shit in the world. And we, but I, I had a moment where everything was, that was so, so kind that I felt better about the world. In, yeah. a, in my saddest moment, I literally felt like, hey, the world is a nicer place, which yeah. is, could have gone, you know, another direction. So I really am grateful to all of you who commented. It was, it was incredibly kind. And yeah, that should be our mom box. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Thanks to yeah, everybody to all for, the women. for all the prayers you said and all the kind messages and yeah. stuff like that. And literally people who were like, I don't live, I live two hours away. What do you need a grocery store yeah, you run need, or I'll whatever? Just, just you, like, you know what? I'm I'm six hours out, but I'm going to be there to make you lunch and I'm going to head back. You know what? I've been meaning to yeah, check I've been out meaning the new to go to Costco. infrastructure on the way. Yep. So let me do that for you. I will tell like you this. This is really funny. My my, da my dad's doctor, the, the internist who removed the gallbladder, he's really nice. And... um. <laughs> 
I thought he was really was he cute. He was totally Sorry, cute. So I kept trying to, I was trying to think about if my sister, I was like, I was like, let's just see. Like he's hanging out with friends. You never know. She's I like, know, she's so mortified. She's like, hair, please Megan. stop. She's like, please stop. Please stop. And I was like, you don't know. Like <laughs> he, don't. if he's like local to Lincoln, he could have some friends. That's and she's right. like, like literally almost starting to cry. She's like, I am, this is not the time. And I'm like, isn't it? Like, I mean, isn't this time? It's yeah. the time. Like, it's, okay. And so you, you never know when the good time is. Look, so he said gotta... my dad isn't going to be out of surgery for an hour. There's a lot of ground to cover in an hour. I'm not saying go bark up the surgeon. I'm just saying his friend are probably pretty successful yeah. too. Yeah. So um, he he was really nice. And um, as we were talking, he's got the mask on and I've got my mask on and my we were in the lobby of the waiting room. My dad had just come out of surgery and had to wait an hour before we could see him. So he was going through the surgery and it wasn't good. It was uh, about just how bad. He also had infections in his stomach and um, those were not clearing very easily. So yeah. the internist was concerned. So he's giving us some pretty dark... Uh, information, but the surgery had gone well. So yeah. that I felt good about. I was like, okay, in my head that that was the thing. And gallbladders are so common, but that was all the other things around it that I was like, okay, one thing at a time. Okay, that was good. So now what? So yeah. the doctor's talking to me and I'm really listening and listening. And then he started to get kind of graphic about some of the stuff. And I was like, <laughs> and, yeah. and my sister goes, you might have to direct this at me because she'll pass out. And I was like, <laughs> You don't know. And uh, he, <laughs> he, he, yeah, I was like, there she goes. Yep. Yeah. My sister really wanted to say, is like, what she's going to do is make this about her. Hold on. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And then she goes, he goes, um, he's like, why? What do you do? And I, I just didn't know how to sum it up. So I was like, well, I'm a comedian. And, and and he literally dropped everything and he was like, oh my God, are you my mom so hard? And I go, Hilarious. I I started laughing in a weird way, like uncomfortable. And I was like, yes. And he goes, I sent my wife and her four friends to your show at the Orpheum. It was so great. And then he got real casual. He's like, enough about Dewey. So what brings you back? I'm like, just my dad. Yeah, let's let's get back. Let's get back to do actually I didn't. I was like, go on. I could use I could use the pep talk. She's also do you have any single friends at your barbecue? Oh, your wife. Oh, Oh, my sister's bawling. Sorry, let me make it about her real quick. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, that sister dynamic never never goes away. Never goes away. So I was very grateful. Like it was very funny and like kind of brought some levity to a much needed moment of how weird the world is. And I was like, yeah, cool. I have a selfie selfie with my mom's bladder surgery team, so it's not. It <laughs> so just ha- it is. It happens. Weird. I know it's a weird thing, but yeah. but how cool. So the long story is the long, the shorter story of this long story is that he's in recovery. Thank it's, God. It's day to day, he's doing all right. It's not even the first. Are we even at a week out? I think surgery wise, we're probably just a, right now. And yeah. so when this podcast comes out, we'll be. Even further down the pike, which yeah. I feel like I will be happy about. So, yeah. uh, getting then, older, man, it ain't easy. No, it's not. Um, it's, we're gonna fight it tooth and nail. I mean, I'm gonna fight the way it looks, tooth and nail. I'm like, oh, that's what I was referring to. Oh, okay, because I'm like gallbladder, take it, but um, stretch my wrinkles around my face so they don't happen. Oh my god, my neck, you guys. I don't want to. I know. To- look, as I sit here and I'm like, oh, my shoulders really starting to go. Yeah, and then we're just those people talking about ailments. <laughs> oh, isn't that funny that there's some like very young moms listening to our podcast right now that are like, "What yeah, the fuck is wrong old with people them?" People are annoying. Right? It's incredible. <laughs> wow. Do you think they're like this? They just don't see themselves. That we like, don't. I don't, and I won't. And I, I won't. And I don't. Right and guess now, what? Because yeah. Guess who's gonna next? 
like rip up her like rules for post surgery. This lady, like I'm, yeah, I'm fully I, aware that like, I'm on the doing on. track. I'm gonna make a statement here. Yeah, rip you guys. Rip, I have rip, chest pains, and I'm gonna suck back this ginger ale. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, what do you say? Do you think we podcasted? I think we podcasted. I think you we guys, podcasted. did we podcast? I think we did. Well, cheers to Dewey. Yes, cheers to all of you out there. I know that not everything is easy, and if you have parents who are getting up there in years, and if you think that's um in the fifties, that's not what we mean. Because how dare you? Yeah, you're um, never gonna put those mothering skills away. You're just gonna reuse yeah, them in a different direction. They might like you might like let off the gas a little bit, but then you're gonna uh, ramp right back up in. So get ready. Yeah, go moms. Have fun. Thanks. Bye. bye.